Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 24 of the Good Times Podcast. I'm Quentin James Knuth. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, William John Soki, and a very special guest, Aiden Connor Rogan. Thank, thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's a real honor to be here today. As always, this episode is brought to you by Mountain Holler, available at your local Save-A-Lot food store. It's been a while since we've recapped our good times, and since then, the trees, both real and artificial, have filled with presents. Aiden, what were some of your prize takeaways from Christmas? Oh, man, I got, I got quite the bounty this Christmas, man. I got some tickets to see the Milwaukee Bucks play against the Philadelphia 76ers in a basketball contest this this upcoming March. You want to know how the last one went? Not great. Not great. Um, but I also, I also got a Lamar Jackson jersey. With that being said, got a... Return it. I'm, I'm not not big enough for a size large. Gonna have to go with the size medium. You, know? you, you gotta order two sizes down for your jerseys. Yeah, I really yeah. do. I really do. And also got a couple vinyl records. Some Travis Scott, some Kid Cudi, all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Quentin. Um, I also got some vinyl. I got uh, I got a nice uh, police album, which isn't my favorite, but it's cool because my brother gave it to me, so it means a lot. <laughs> um, I also got a lot of clothes. Some of my favorites being a flannel and a puffer vest from my, my godmother. That was pretty cool. And then my favorite gift, although really, in reality, looking on it, back on it, it's kind of stupid, but it means a lot. So it's, it's, it was a jar of peanut butter with some silly bands, and that was, that was pretty cool. So yeah. Well, what, what did you get? Um, my family wound up feeding my NASCAR obsession by gifting me uh, eight diecast cars. Wait, you like NASCAR? No way. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, I, right, right in the studio, what? we have uh, we have we have a setup of twenty-one. Yeah, um, I, like how it's, I like how it's I like how it's it's like like it's a it's a four by five, and you just have the one chilling on top, just messing with the symmetry. Thank you. I'm a very asymmetrical kind of guy. You could have a 3x7, but you know, I guess you're going to A 3x7 uh, threatens your structural integrity. Oh, I see, I yeah. see. I'm not an expert on die-cast car stacking, so... Yeah, yeah. yes. Learn from the best. Uh, I, I also got some nice, refreshing junior mints. Uh, I've owned this smartphone for, let's see, this is year number uh, three, and uh, got my first portable charger for Christmas. Don't know how I survived without that. But uh, we're moving up in life, uh, and also... Also got cult icon spike ball uh, oh. for this summer. Be hitting the grad party circuit pretty hard with it. Cool. You know. But anyways, it is December thirtieth, twenty nineteen. It is the penultimate day of the two thousand tens, and that is the only day you can say that on. So we here at the Good Times Podcast, we're very respectful of our culture. We want to take a look back at the decade. But, unlike the fake news media, we're going to take a neutral look at it. We're going to highlight some of the lows and the highs of the decade in some respective areas. I will be taking the sporting, Quentin will be taking the technology, and Aiden will be taking the music, which is quite the area of expertise for all three of us. So, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Aiden for what he thinks is some of the best and worst tunes of the 2010s. All right, so uh, not to brag or anything, but I've watched at least three Anthony Fantano music reviews, so I kind of know what I'm talking about here, you know, not to flex. And I think of the 2010s, I, I think in general, it's, it's been a really good, really good decade for music. A lot of people like to complain about it, but in reality... I, I, I'm pretty happy with the, with the releases. I think some of the high points, definitely. 
Um, a lot of really great innovation in the rap and hip-hop scene. That's my, my expertise, I would say. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, a very revolutionary record with a lot of really cool messages and things like that. Some other favorites of mine included Frank Ocean's Blonde, Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Pretty much everything Kanye put out this decade was pretty solid at the very least. So, so you like his gospel ventures then? I, I do. I think I think comparing it to um, his older material isn't very fair, seeing as how it's kind of a new direction for him. Mm -hmm. I think for what he's doing, though, I, he's he's much happier than he was a couple years back, and I'm happy for him. He deserves to make music that makes him happy. And, yeah. uh, has he passed NF as the premier Christian rapper in the United States? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would say so. I I I. I Say that without hesitation. Yes. Yeah. I think some other um, things. Something else we should focus on is some of the terrible music that came out this decade. There was there was a lot of it, and I think you know obviously I think it's it's pretty tough to talk about terrible music without mentioning the one and only spiritual lyrical miracle Logic. Um, started this decade. One of my favorite rappers when I was in middle school. Man, yeah, he was so cool. We all we all had a Logic phase. We all did. He was a gamer. He he was <laughs> that's all that needs to be said, man. He was he was awesome, and as time has gone on, yikes! I, I'm uh, still weeding him out of my playlist because uh, I was like, it was, my brother got me into started getting me into rap like earlier in the decade, and like Logic was like big then, and I was like, oh my gosh, Logic, that's yeah. cool. So I like added all of his songs to my playlist, and now I'm like still every time I shuffle it, one of them comes up. I'm like, oh, and I have to remove it from the playlist. I still, I still have Bobby Tarantino in my Spotify library this year. I, I took that out real quick after he released his latest full-length project, Confessions of the Dangerous Mind. Um, my favorite moment of the album is when he says, <clears throat> "Um, I see." That was that was really great. Um, I think uh, you know. Kendrick Lamar just retire at this point, you know. I, it was really, it was, it was something else. He's really pushing the genre forward. Um, I think another artist worth mentioning, with terrible music, because he not only released some of the best music of this decade, also some of the worst. That being Chance the Rapper, um, Acid Rap, legendary mixtape, um, and then we get to now his his album this year titled The Big Day. Um, Three years in yeah. the making, and it's 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 an hour and a half of him talking about how much he loves his wife. So uh, uh, I hope him and his uh, wife uh, are happy because his fans certainly are not. Yeah, uh, and uh, just something a little bit uh, outside of uh, rap music uh, for worst music of the decade. Uh, the the Chainsmokers have been very memeable for the better part of the decade um, mm -hmm. with their hashtag selfies and Ooh. their. Debut mixtape, which somehow took like four years to produce, uh, and still it's just that good. You know, they had to yeah. refine it. Uh, yeah, production. yeah, and and, uh, and they're one-off singles with literally every low-quality pop artist out there. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. congratulations. Let's go. Let's not forget the rise of crap in this decade, or country rap. Um, that that. <laughs> Don't hey hey Blanco Brown. All right. He had, like, one good chorus. Yeah, one good chorus, <laughs> yes. But overall, the genre, it makes sense why, it, when you combine them, it makes crap. It, I mean, who likes country rap in reality? It's, at this point, it's just a meme. I mean... Yeah. Uh, very, I very good point. Agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, uh, moving on to uh, something a little less lyrical, uh, however much Kyrie Irving may try to make it lyrical. Uh, sports. Um, 
the 2010s has been quite the interesting decade. A lot of leagues focusing on parity, balance, competitiveness, all that good stuff. Uh, as for the best of the decade, um, as much as as I don't like them as an organization, I just have to respect the New England Patriots, right? Nine out of the ten years in the 2010s, they had a first round bye in the playoffs. Um, you know, as long as they don't get schmucked by David Tyree, you know, they're usually pretty good in Super Bowls. Um, or Nick Foles. Or, or, yeah, or, or Nick Foles, that too. Um, they push the envelope, but the, you know, the adventurous side of me likes that. Um, so, overall, respect to the New England Patriots. Uh, also, respect to the 2016 Cubs. Um, that was the one year that Chicago sports fans uh, had it good before they decided that 95 wins really wasn't enough for them and that, uh, you know, fired people who were the most successful executives in, like, the 21st century. Um, you know, I don't understand. I, I mean, give a, can I give a quick shout-out? Number yeah. 2016, the 2016 Cavaliers. Oh. I'd say that NBA Finals is probably the best NBA Finals I have ever watched. That Game 7... Yes. Pinnacle of, yes. of the NBA. Fantastic game. Also, moving to uh, the NBA, Jeremy Lin took the, the world by absolute storm, like 20, like 13 or something. Like, I don't even know. But like, like he was in Sports Illustrated Kids, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's how you know you made it big, right, with Sports Illustrated Kids. Um, you know, he, like James Jones, somehow tagged along with, like, a couple championship teams. Um, also, shout out to James Jones for winning like the most rings out of anybody in the NBA this past decade. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, and college basketball too. Jimmer Fredette, uh, the Flamin' Mormon. Um, I think he's in the G League now. It's like a G League All Star, but like you know, he shot like thirty footers with ease. You know, so congrats to Jimmer Fredette. Worst of the decade. Um, People who use performance-enhancing drugs and get caught. I mean, uh, you know, if you get if you use performance-enhancing drugs and don't get caught, like, great. Like, I probably talked about you in the best of the decade list, but like, if you get caught, looking at you, Lance Armstrong, mm, probably not. Uh, just... the, the 2017 Browns, 0 um, 17, despite the Packers' best efforts, or 0 16, I should say, despite the Packers' best efforts to make them 1 15. That was a scary game to watch. Uh, when the lights went out in the Super Bowl, uh, that was... Ravens 49ers. Yeah. Uh, I remember that game vividly, man. Jacoby, Bowl, yes. Jacoby Jones had just returned kickoff for a touchdown. I was I was having a blast as a, as, a, as a big Ravens fan. And then I nearly had a heart attack rest of the game. But uh, that one pass interference, no call? I'm, I am totally fine with that. I'm, I'll take that any day of the week. And uh, in a in a special category in between the best and the worst, we have the Philadelphia 76ers because uh, for the first three years, trusting the process was just a meme. And now trusting the process has somehow led them to near the top of the Eastern Conference. So kudos to them for being like the first ever sports team to successfully tank. But, you know, that's their deal. All right, moving on. I'm going to be talking about the technology. And this decade... Has been extremely influential for uh, technology. Um, we've seen the rise of uh, larger and larger smartphones and smaller and smaller iPads, and they're somehow converging into it to be one. Um, but we've also seen the rise of things like uh, electric cars, things like that. Smartphones have really blown up. There's lots more on the market now, lots more options. Um, but that takes me to the worst of the decade, actually, 
with the um, Samsung Galaxy Note 7, otherwise known as the the pocket explosion. Oh, that yes. was always that was fun. It was you put it in your pocket. Sometimes you know overcharge it. It might burst into fire in your pocket. You're not really sure. So that was that was fun. Yeah. It's kind of quirky. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice phone. It works as a phone. It's just sometimes combusted. Combusted. Yeah. yeah. Is um, there was also some some of the good things about the decade. There was. Some nice iPhones got released, although now they're just re-releasing the same phone with an extra camera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They also ripped the headphone jack. That happened. Bruh. Um, yeah. Not happy about that. Yeah. It, I mean, you get used to it after a while, but it was one of those things, like, you don't really understand why. Yeah. Like, it was At this there. point, we're, like, okay with it, you know? Like, we've grown accustomed to it. That first year, though, the stink that people made was pretty, whew. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. In the um, obituary department, uh, MySpace and Google Plus thoughts and prayers. Oh yes, for real. MySpace, I will go and say it, the best social media platform we have the world has ever seen. Um, but speaking of social media platforms, this decade has seen the rise of new social media platforms such as Instagram and uh, Snapchat, which has have took over the market from the um, moms of Facebook. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Good deal. That was the decade. That was the decade. So I'd like to thank you, Aiden, for coming on. No problem. It's been a pleasure. This has been this time has been pretty good, I must say. As always, if you're listening to us right now, you found us somewhere, but in the off chance that the Good Times Podcast is not on a platform that you listen to your podcasts on, email us thegoodtimespod at gmail.com. We'll see what we can do about it. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Anchor.fm, you know, in case you want to expand your horizons, you know. Um, yeah, that just about does it for the 2010s. Still working on getting merch out. Um, hopefully that'll happen in the near future, so keep your eyes peeled for that, even though we've been saying that for, like, the past, like, three months. Mm. Anyways, uh, for Quentin James Knuth and Aiden Connor Rogan, this is William John Soakey signing off. Until the next one.